Okay. And we are live. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome again for another week of Divine Discussions, everyone. Today, I'm your host with the most. Um, <laughs> no, but today, <laughs> today, our topic is entitled Do the Dress Thing. And we'll be talking everything church fashion um, with our lovely guest for today, Nicole Lattimore. Wait for the people. Um, and so to begin, before we get through anything, could you um, give the opening prayer, Sister Blake? Me? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for just another day. Lord, we thank you for just another day to get anything right that we need to repent from, oh God. We thank you for giving us this opportunity, Lord God. We thank you for this topic. We ask that somebody get something that they may need from it that they didn't know that they needed. We ask you to bless anybody that may be sick in their body, that may be sick in their mind, or even sick in their spirit. We ask you that you bless all of us, that we may be say, that we may say something that is edifying to somebody, that they may, again, get something from this, this conversation, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So Majo, hold on. Give give somebody, give them a, um, some time to get through, to come in. I see like a couple of viewers that may have started or have joined. I don't see it on the live yet. That's why I was like looking who's, before you. Is it through oh, like whose page or whatever? That's what I was lo looking for right before you asked me to oh, I see uh, it. pray us. Oh. Do you? Because I definitely. It's on the honest page. Okay. On the live yet. That's why I was Oh, thank you for that. Let's go ahead and um, let me just share real quick and we'll get started. Yes, yeah, so while you're in, if you're coming in, can you like and share um, with your fellow friends? So it won't let me. I think. Our viewers. And yes, even though we're talking about church fashion today and we only have a panel of women, uh, men, if you pop in, we'd love your input as well. For sure. Because it goes both ways. <laughs> so just give you guys some time to get in. It's hot. What's the temperature outside? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's probably these lights in here. It's about 65, 66. Yes, come on, Lord, with the temps. You know, as soon as it get a little bit warm, going with this topic, as soon as it get a little warm, right. Right, show themselves right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let me see. All right, Nigel, I think you can go ahead and get started. I just, I was able to share it, so I couldn't find it at first. Okay. All right. So we can just dive right in with our first question. And it states, what does it mean to dress modestly? What do you guys think that means? Or what does it mean to you, I guess? Don't know jump in once. Oh, right, because <laughs> I didn't know if Nicole was going to start. So, okay. Um, to me, mm, well, I knew that we were going to talk about this. So I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of the game. But I looked up the definition of modest because I know that this topic is very, very, it comes up a lot in church. But the definition of modest is having or showing a moderate or humble estimate of one's merits, importance, et cetera, free from vanity, egotism, boastfulness, or great pretensions. Did Joel, did I say it right? Pretensions, right? Okay. 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 Um, the second definition was like free from. Okay, hold on, because I <laughs> Os Ostentation. Am I saying that right? Os 
okay, or showy extravagance. Um, and the third definition, I'm not gonna say the fourth one, but I can just so everybody knows that they like she didn't say all of it. Um, having or showing regard for the decencies of behavior, speech, dress, etc. Decent. Um, and the fourth one, limited or moderate in amount, extent, etc. So I was like, mm. Um, and I did read this, you know, before uh, we came and we started this topic. But again, you hear the word modest apparel a lot in church. Oh my God, you hear it all the time. So for me, just to keep my answer short, because y'all know I love to talk and to let everybody else uh, say what it means to them. I'm just going to say that it means <laughs> it means a lot of things, but I'm going to mm -hmm. say what you have on and to be aware of the attention that it brings um, when you are wearing it. Um, to be aware of the attraction it, that it brings um, and to remember who you are and who you represent why, why while you are wearing it. Um, and I, I would just leave it there because I have got a feeling this can go a lot of different ways. Mm, so I'm right. going to just keep it there and let y'all talk from here. <laughs> um. I would say, so there's a song that we sing that says something on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. So when I think of modest apparel, um, like you said, with those definitions, it can go a lot of ways. According to that, I might not even be all that modest. But um, when I think about it, it's showing that there is a power that's working within me that has developed something on the outside that's showing that I'm a Christ representative. Um, because if we get into it too deeply, um, some generations would say the skirt needs to be down to your ankles. Our generation probably will say pat right past the knee, different things like that. But I would say it's the working of Christ on the inside outwardly demonstrated. Yeah, I like that um, because if you, you know, just get a handful of definitions from different people, it's going to vary across the board. Um, but if you, I guess, generalize it like that, you can't really, you know, go wrong. Um, and since we're working with ladies, something that I like to, I guess, go by, I don't remember who the quote is by, I think it's like Coco Chanel or somebody, but the, the quote is your dress or whatever clothing you wear should be tight enough to show that you're a woman, but loose enough to show that you're a lady, you know? So that's something that I think is good to go by, at least for a woman, because I, I you know, you don't want to be looking like somebody's grandmother <laughs> and we're young people here, <laughs> but um, you don't want to be looking like what they call ladies of the night or whatever like that either. Mm -hmm. So there is, there is a difference. Um, and I'm pretty sure everyone has done this at least once when they've tried on clothes with their mom or whatever. You go in the store, you do the hallelujah test to make sure, you know, it's mm -hmm. not too short or you, you get shot through or whatever mm -hmm. like that. It's flexible. Um, but yeah, in a general sense, um, it comes with a certain understanding and a certain learning. Um, and that's why I think it's so, so important to allow people to learn because church people love when people come in they love to just jump on like oh you don't wear this you don't do that you don't look like this you have to do this, this and that you know they just look throw rules at you and you don't really understand um example i know someone who um wasn't saved um was witness to came to the church got baptized from the holy ghost all that um and they started dressing like everyone else because that's what they saw so that's what they knew to be right um 
but they didn't really understand it. And typically what church, some church people do with church babies or infants in Christ is they say the wrong thing and then that church hurt comes. And I don't know that this person has ever really set foot in church since then, but like that turned them away completely. And it's just the fact of the full understanding wasn't really there for them because it was just, this is what we do, not why we do it, you know? So it's a little different for people that have like been born and raised in the church versus those that are coming to Christ somewhere in the middle of their lifetime. They have to learn and have an understanding. So it's more than just how you look. I think that was good. I think y'all put it in a nutshell because it's funny that uh, how we be in church all the time. And you really can't define it for others. You only can define it individually. Is that I don't know if that's weird. Um, weird to speak. Um, and I may have to step away, y'all. Um, but it's um, to me, it's just an outward. And I don't want to. I feel like I'm taking the same definition that Nicole said. But my outward garment edify God's principles and God's standards. Um, um, everything that I put on is professing of holiness to God. And I'm not saying we got to look like somebody grandma or little little house on the prairie. I don't believe we have to dress like that. Um, but it's just, oh my gosh, you're so cute. Um, but it's just... She just got some new crocs for her birthday. <laughs> uh, and... That's to me, that's just what it is. It's everything that I put on the outside reflects what I put on the inside. Like to me, it don't add up. Like if you out here putting on, don't get me wrong, because I used to wear my mini skirts back in the day. A mini skirt, what you saying, like I love the Lord. I do I just don't believe that what reflects on the what's on the inside should reflect on the outside. Um, yeah, but I feel like I'm a little repetitive, but I feel like you guys defined it really well. And anybody else with anything else? I also, it also made me think of something. I think your dad says, Abane, um, I think he said something like, you know, sometimes you have the people with like their skirts sweeping the floor, but their hearts are black or something like that. So even, even when you look the part, it ain't all the way, it is always about looking the part, you know? So that's, that's just the last comment I would add. Um, you can do the next question, please. Definitely. And I, I wanted to <laughs> ask this as well, but yes, he, he will say, stuff like that we get so caught up on like wearing different things or wearing white for communion it's like well you're taking communion but your heart's black so it's like mm -hmm. even definitely <laughs> definitely okay so next question um is right here okay and it states what do you enjoy most about getting dressed or ready for church well she looks like she's thinking so for me it is well, it, it is looking, it, it takes me a while. <laughs> it is like if we go to like an event like convocation or like youth congress or something like that, I will already be thinking, like, okay, what am I going to take? Because I really just baffle back and forth. Um, the Joel says it's because I have too much, but let's just beg to differ about that one. It just, it's just the process. So I enjoy like thinking, well, what am I going to put with this skirt or what am I going to put with this top or whatever it may be that I'm putting on? Like, oh, what am I going to put this together? And you know, so that's that's enjoyable for me. You know, like I like to look nice when I'm going to the house of the Lord. I like to put together the pieces, this, that, mix it up a little bit. I like to do that. But in doing that, as we're talking about what we just talked about, I like to make sure it looks right as well. Um, 
I remember um, Sister Joy from New York um, at Derek Smith Church. I remember there was one time in a youth congress I had to MC. Probably didn't know I was going to MC until the night before. Well, <laughs> but she was like asking me like, "Well, are you are you covered up top?" And is you because you know you're going to be sitting up there with the bishops and stuff, so you know you got to be looking right for sure because you can't be up there with your knees and stuff all out. You know, she was like making sure that I was good and I packed what I needed to pack because being in a different state and you had already packed your clothes, you know, for that week. You need to be looking. You need to be looking like you need to be looking if you're gonna be up here emceeing this service with all these different churches up here, and you know, getting mm -hmm. your dad's whole position. So you know, it's it's <laughs> you know. But that's what I enjoy. I enjoy saying, okay, closet, boom. What are we gonna do today? And I will talk to my purses and like clothes, like, okay, girl, you cute, you know, <laughs> like like I'm. Uh, but I enjoy that. I definitely enjoy just getting ready and looking at what I'm gonna put on, and you know, say, okay, we're going to church today. And like Najol said, what you call it, the Hallelujah test. You know, mm -hmm. some days I'm like, mm, you know, I can't be putting these on today, girl, you know, because the test failed, not because it wasn't appropriate, but because the feet wasn't feeling it because I was on my feet a lot the, next, the day before. So that's what I enjoy. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I um, like we say we're royal priesthood. Right. Um, so I, I like enjoy looking like royalty. I enjoy looking like and standing in and stepping in who God called us to be. Um, and doing my best that when I know that I'm getting dressed, I am doing my best for Christ. Like if I put my best effort forth, when I go to work, I make sure everything's iron, you know, everything's on straight. I enjoy doing that for Christ. And I enjoy also just looking different and standing out. Um, not in a negative way where it's like, oh, what's she wearing? But like in, in a way that's like, oh, that, that's nice. I wouldn't thought about that. I That's what I enjoy about it. And I enjoy that, like all of us coming together, we see each other dressed and taking the pictures and it's like, oh, they look nice. Like they look like nice young ladies and young men. So that's what I like about it. That's my two cents. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really have a comment for this. Um, well, getting ready for me, it's very quick. I already know what I'm gonna put on. So it's not much thinking or thought involved. Um, so yeah, for me, it's in my head and it's gonna get on and be done in about 30 minutes. So it's not a long process for me at all. Um, enjoy it, no. Um, I mean, as a, as a big girl, it's a lot to put on, but um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, me, I don't know what I enjoy the most. I just think it's fun. Like to me, the way I dress is an expression of what I feel or whatever like that. So I sometimes will say you can tell my mood by what I have on, and sometimes not so much. But I just I like to play around with different things. I like to try different things and you know, see how I feel about it or, you know, whatever like that. And I think it's kind of a little bit of what you said too, Nicole. Um, I like to look good for the Lord. Like, you know, I I can stay and say I do more effort for church than I do for any other outing work or whatever else like that. Because I don't know, I just feel like why not give him our best, you know? Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know, when it's a Sunday morning, just getting, it's just that freshness the first day of the week I don't know it's, it's I've always it's kind of in me I guess I've always been like that since I was a kid um and yeah I just really enjoy church and church fashion and it's kind of my thing 
Okay, so next question is, how can one be modest and still be fashionable? Um, can I? Um, I think you like I like to keep with trends, but you have to be cognizant that every trend might not be for you. Um, so if I put it on and you know it's not reflecting what I'm trying to give off, then that might not be for me. So you can keep up with the trends, but make sure that if you if you're uncomfortable when you put it on, and I say this in any way, there are heels that I have that I do not wear to church because I know I'm not going to be able to get my dance on them. If anything that makes you feel uncomfortable when you put it on, then I would say take it off because you're probably going to be teeter-tottering on the line of not being modest. And we never want to be a distraction. So you can find different pieces and find different things. And it never hurts to ask somebody, is this you know, is this not, not working for me? Is this going to distract somebody? But there's definitely ways that you can be modest and still be fashionable. Like you said, we don't have to look like Little House on the Prairie, um, but you can you can find things. And, and it is difficult because this day and age, everything is tight fit, short fit, uh, cleavage showing. Um, so you do have to make that extra effort. Um, sometimes you might have to layer up. Sometimes you might have to search a little further. And and I'm gonna I might be kind of tipping off the subject a little bit, but it's not just a feminine word. It applies to males. And the trend now is all of the skinny suits and the European cut. Um, and 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 that might not be for everybody because you might not be European cut. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're African Americans and all of that. So it might not be for you, but you have to. This one, you put it on, you have to, if you're not comfortable with it in any way, then you should take it off. Anyone else? Um, I agree um, to that. Um, one thing that, as you know, the question was saying, like, how can one be modest and fashionable too? One thing that I say that it's, it's always kind of been, everybody's different, you know, so it, it can be tricky, you know, everybody has to find, find their own way through, but it's always been like, <sighs> the little house on the prairie that was said in, in the beginning, it's always been made like, well, if you, if you grow up a specific way, that that's how you're made to dress. And I'm like, no, nobody, and this is like, exaggeration but nobody well I don't want to say nothing to make the video be made you know I call her ranch dressing because she be dressing <laughs> um I don't want the video to be okay so it's like no one made you put that on I don't know how to explain this it's like you can find your own way of styling if you had on a jean skirt and you had on a jean pants you were dressing up both of those items on the t-shirt but the other one could put on a dressy blouse with a big bow up top that's two different looks with two different so yes you can be fashionable and and modest at the same time it's just we we act sometimes as though it cannot be done and that's sometimes where i've been like that's not the truth maybe i think i don't know if nicole said this or maybe i just made this up I think sometimes where it gets confusing is that 
it may be harder at times to be fashionable because we want to look a way that we're not made to look. We want to put on things that are not for us. And that doesn't mean, because that could be too in the body of Christ where it may work, for, may work for one of y'all, but it doesn't work for me. You know, as Ayana said earlier, I'm a plus size female. You can, and baby, this is in the church and outside of the church. Put on everything as being a plus size woman. It does not work. Yes, body positivity. Yeah, like be comfortable in your own skin. That doesn't mean that you just put on anything. That shirt was made for somebody that's a size two, not a size 20. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. So it works inside church and outside of the church. So I just feel like we sometimes are, are like we can't be fashionable or we can't do specific things when we can. So yes, the answer is yes. We just have to figure out how that is. And it works per individual. I might like a button up. You might like a blouse. I mean, I might like a button up. You might like a t-shirt. So just find your way to be fashionable, you know? Um, just like with anything else in life, uh, there has to be a balance. Um, so it has to be a balance between, you know, getting something that's, you know, cute and fashionable or whatever like that, but also still being, you know, looking a little bit different than the world. Um, like, and, and this is going to come into play in the next questions that we have coming up. So I won't say too much, but um, in regards to, you know, I think Avene and Lindsay were looking at like a church page or something like that on the restrictions and the, you know, the differences that it is for women as far as their dress versus how it is for men. Um, our restrictions are much more, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess we have a little bit more to cover up, but still it seems to be that, you know, we have more restrictions on how we can look, but there are none on the males. And like I said, we'll get into that question um, in a sec, but like I said, with anything else, um, there has to be a balance. So um, just like already was saying, you know, if, you know, we're a little bit heavier, we'll look, you know, plus size or whatever. So, you know, something it may fit, you know, for Nicole and, you know, Najil is not really going to work for us. You know what I'm saying? We're a little bigger up top. We got to compensate for that, you know? So um, that's what I would say. Yeah. Um, I like the combination of everybody's answer. Um, and what I was thinking when I saw the question was, you have to think about what message you're sending with what you're putting on. Um, if it's common for a certain crowd or a certain type of person or a certain occupation to wear certain things, you don't want to be seen as such, especially if it has a negative connotation. Um, so I think that's important to think about when you are putting on what you're putting on. And something Nicole said that I also like and is important, um, she said something about distractions. Um, what what are, are you the center of attention when you walk in the church? And I'm not just saying because uh, maybe you turn heads, but like because what you have on is just so flamboyant that can't nobody pay attention because you're glistening in the corner or every time you wave your hand, like, it's, that's all I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is that you're you're wearing or putting on or whatever, um, you don't want it to be that um, to anyone. It uh, doesn't matter if you know if you know. But I, think I mean, but I most, think that's the, that's the nature of where church is today. Like, if you see most of the popular churches or whatever like that, the men is going to look like that. Their shoots are going to be shiny. Um and that's just the nature, even the, you know, the young ladies will have the big hats on now and everything like that is, especially like in New York, 
Um, but that's kind of the nature of where church is kind of moving, you know, to a very, I don't want to say flamboyant, but a very extra look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, sorry, yeah, you were talking. <laughs> oh, yeah, ahead. that's another thing. You have to, what is, your, what is your intention? Am I here for church or am I here for a fashion show? That's, that's the other thing you got to think about. Because it's nothing wrong with wanting to look nice, wanting to dress up, all this other stuff. But if you're trying to outdo Sister Susie, you're not even paying attention to the purpose that you're there for, you know. So I think all that encompassing together is is what you should consider when you can when you try to figure out what's fashionable. And like Albany said, it's every everyone's terms of fashionable is different. So what makes you comfortable but also isn't doing too much. I and let me say before, <laughs> hold on, just from anybody from New York, I apologize if you're offended, but I didn't mean focusing in on y'all. Oh, oh, okay. Um, I just wanted to add that I, this is something I have always thought that because I'm just going to be straight up. A lot of times when we hear modest apparel, it's like you hear, well, oh, what well, doesn't mean like a, a skirt down to your ankles and this is that and the third Modest is not just, and I, I have like a note here that I want to bring up because I know we have other questions, but it's not, Albany's opinion, it's not just about the clothes. I've always said like, even it comes down to jewelry. It comes down to like the nails and stuff that you get. I'm just going to be honest, like and I, as, coming from somebody who sings and likes music, if I'm tapping on the keyboard or if I'm singing and I have on long nails with like diamond shapes and all that, I'm going to be like, I'm not thinking about that worship song that you're singing because your nails are distracting me. It's more than just about the clothes. I'm quite sure that if they call me to do praise and worship right now, they're going to be like, what does her shirt say? What? They're not going to be like, focus on that praise is what I do. They're not, not going to be like, what is she saying? They're going to be like, what is her shirt saying? And why is it so bright? You know what I mean? Like, we have to really, and I'm not saying nothing's wrong with getting your nails done or getting done up as a female say male but then I was like wait a minute <laughs> I mean as far as your nails done but like I'm not saying anything is wrong with that so please don't come for me in the comments or anything like that I'm not saying that but what I am saying it's it's more of like a like hold on who do I represent and as I read in the beginning about being a distraction because there are things that we get done that is about being a distraction it's not that it's wrong it's about being a distraction and you're being loud with what you have on so it's more than just your clothes it's about what well, way and i've been there before like oh well it's not that this is a sin but it is a little loud like these shoes are a little like like hey girl where you going church with them on <laughs> yeah maybe i should at least not wear these in the temple <laughs> can i add to that it it does matter um the context and what you're wearing things in there is a difference i don't know if anybody's that's why i said at least not I, the church yeah when i preach what I wear is totally different. I don't wear my, my five inches. I, I tone them down. I tone my colors down. When I direct, everything got to be discouraged. It's going to be long or I'm going to have something long in the back so you're not just focused on, you know, the, the backside or lack thereof. Because I, I realize that I'm the person that's in the front that they're automatically going to be looking to. So it does the context of what you do because it's, it's going to be And I never hard. even thought about that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's going to be hard. And it's hard to preach in a bunch of stuff. You really need to just be, ba I don't want to say basic in a negative way, but be simplistic. Um, it helps you and it helps the audience to receive you because the attention isn't about on me. It's about 
giving glory to God and what I'm saying than God is trying to say through me. So it doesn't matter the context of what you're wearing. And so when I'm just uh, uh, in the congregation and what I wear to do certain functions are completely, totally different. Yes, um, all great input. This is getting good. So I can't wait for the next question. All right. Do you feel <laughs> there are more clothing restrictions on women than men in the church? We kind of touched on this a little bit, but now everybody can expound some. I'm ready. And my answer is yes. <laughs> Not the. <laughs> this is something I've been passionate about. And no, no shade to my fellas out there. I love y'all, you know. But it's always like, <laughs> oh my God, it's always like, your skirt's not long enough and then like you ever see the ladies like they have like the little what do you i don't know the formal name for them but they be like the little satin cloth with the lace around them but they put around mm -hmm. their knees yeah the, I mean, okay lap scarf i <laughs> i mean i don't know if that's part of their fashion i feel like for some females it is um they'll get a cute one because they just want to but it's always that and it's always so slip and then you make sure you cover it and then you're undergarments you know i don't want to be you know as raw but you know your undergarments and then i'm like well time out like it's it's what about these men with your pants dragging i mean i'm not saying if you don't want to crease in your pants fine you don't have to put a crease in your pants the pants dragging all over the place you're sitting in the front bench with your legs your legs get wide open your tie sitting right between your legs where do you think my eye is going i'm just keeping it real where do you think my eye is drawing that i mean hello you're sitting in the front of the i mean I'm like, where's the church at? Where's the church being taught for these men? I'm like, you just, some of y'all is the complete opposite. Your pants are so tight. I'm wondering, I'm just keeping it 100%. I'm wondering how you even got your pants zippered because it's so tight. My eyes is looking right at you. I'm just like, what in God's great way? What is going on with some of y'all? But where is the teaching? Mm -hmm. Where is the brother or the deacon like, talk to you, fella, as some of the older ones call them. I don't see any, y'all can see I'm passionate about this. Cause I'm like, I don't see any of that. But as soon as my skirt is just a centimeter too tight, it's like, did you see her? And I'm like, well, I barely saw it. So goodness gracious, so much on the women in the church. And I'm just like, but these men out here, and I'm not saying that nobody's talking about it, but I don't see it being talked about as much. It's so much us females in the church if you go to an assembly where you wear a head covering it's like oh don't don't forget it because then you're a sinner you ain't wearing your head covering i forgot it i'm still safe praise the lord i mean it's just it's like it's so much and i'm gonna let y'all go but i feel so passionate about because i've expressed this to, to people in my family in my church i'm like there's nothing said about men to me i mean why are your pants dragging your tie or, or if you have one and that's fine if you don't wear one maybe your outfit didn't call for one i don't know you let the, the legs get wide open has always been an issue for me because i see it with older men and i'm just like kid does it hurt you to close your legs a little bit i don't know is it uncomfortable i, I honestly i don't know but i'm just saying like why does your legs need to sit like this and you're on the front bench don't let what don't let my knee get sore they like Y'all remember that? Like you be on the choir, that the woman be like, "Yes, they quick to do that." I'm like, "You ain't gonna tell him he did the same thing." I'll be serious about that thing, but I'm done. Cause yeah, no. Uh, 
I, I agree with you um, because of, and I might get kicked off the discussion after this, but um, y'all might not invite me back anymore, but because of misogyny in the world, uh, it has carried over into the church. And um, women, oh God, we sometimes in the church support, um, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say that. Talk we make men's lust problems the responsibility of women to not trigger their lust problem. Lust is the only sin in which you make somebody else responsible for it. Like if somebody has a lying problem, you don't tell the saints, oh, don't talk to them because she might lie. No, you tell that person to get on the altar and get delivered. But with lust, we make it the other person's responsibility to not trigger that person's lust. When the root of the lust is not what I wear, the root of the lust is immoral sexual behavior. So Girl, you need to put that brother, <laughs> of, uh, that brother or that sister on the altar and, and resolve their lust because a person with a lust problem can lust after somebody who's fully covered. They, what they can't see, they will imagine because it's the sin and the, um, the issue that is inside of them. So that is why the church tries to um, police and restrict women because we don't want the men to lust after them when in fact the man, that man or that woman just needs to be delivered. Um, there are so many restrictions on women. And like you said, we see it in the church all the time. The men, Like I said, the, this um, European cut suit thing is becoming a, a trend. And some people are, are taking it to the max. It looks like you're wearing leggings in church and you're a man and it's very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what? what is that? What are we doing here? Um, and, and it's funny because the church I come from in New York, <laughs> I'm not offended, Ayanna, <laughs> but my church in New York, you men couldn't even wear shorts. They could not even wear shorts. And the Yeah, minister, that's not strange. I've heard, I've heard that mm -hmm. in Delaware, praise the Lord, uh -huh. going back to mute. And the men had to wear, the ministers had to wear jackets so that everything was covered when they were up. I heard that again in Delaware, mm -hmm. going back on mute. Mm hmm. <laughs> so um, but we have started to just focus, hyper focus on the women as a, uh, a knee jerk reaction to people's lust. And it doesn't have to, to be that way. Um, if you have a lust problem, we're going to get you delivered because at the end of the day, there are all like there are all kinds of people coming into the church. And, and like they don't know about modesty. They don't know about any of that. They're just trying to come to a safe haven and they might be wearing whatever. And and we're wrapping her up in a cloth and she just want to get delivered. But you're wrapping her up in a cloth because brother so-and-so has a lust problem. No, brother so-and-so has to get delivered. So there are so many restrictions and in, in, in the root of it is misogyny. Um, so there we go. <laughs> Anyone else? So I, I, and I was late, but I did have a, a like a short clip of a video um, that I was gonna show like at the beginning, but I, again I was late, and it was kind of in regards to this where I saw a video of a um, like a preacher basically going off on the women, and it was kind of I don't know whether it was a men's conference or something, but um, he pretty much went off on us women as far as how we dress now I, I i didn't disagree with you know kind of what he was saying um let me see if i can pull it up one second this is gino jenny's ain't it <laughs> i don't know what his name is 
uh, I don't have on my glasses. I meant to put them on. Oh, here we go. Yeah, that is Gina. Yeah, that's Jane. him. Can y'all hear it? Mm-hmm. I can't really hear him, but I can see it, what he's using as an example. So, <laughs> like I said, I mean, I don't disagree with, you know, kind of the things that he was saying, but just absolutely right. Some pastors won't say anything because they are looking, you know what I'm saying? Or they are imagining or, you know, kind of the things that uh, Nicole was, you know, regarding to, you know, yes, it is. But but you can't hold us women hostage and make us. OK, like Lindsay was saying in previous podcasts. So. When we come to church, we got to be covered up. But then you want us to somehow be able to um, be able to find a man, be able to have that man be attracted to you. And then when it comes to the bedroom, now you take all of this off and, <laughs> you know, you deal with the, you deal with then your insecurities of, you know, all these years I've been covered up and now take it off. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> again, it's it's a lot when it comes to us as women in this topic. But Lindsay can go ahead. Oh. I was here. You had me no, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I've been here. You've been faithful. No, I've been faithful. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, I... Because like Nicole referenced my father. It was, he says a lot of different things in regards to a lot of different things. Um, no, we should not dress like those skirts were like really really like up the thigh you know um, <laughs> you I mean, know that, that was very extreme but i mean okay yeah but don't <laughs> get me wrong because i don't know if one of our i think some of one of our other questions will dig into this but I don't, I don't like touching into stuff that we might get into but some may come out like that and think nothing's wrong with it and that's where i get confused and i'm like i i don't understand you know but um <laughs> Where the confusion lies is what our question is talking about. It's like, well, if I'm supposed to, we say Little House on the Prairie, is that like Heart of Dixie? I don't know if I, but whoever, if I'm supposed to be like that, then what is he supposed to be like? Because Lindsay over here doing like shopping sprees or a lot of this stuff. But if I am, where my confusion lies and it goes to something I am very passionate about when it comes to us females in the temple, because that doesn't mean that I'm supposed to be hard at Dixie Little Household on the Prairie and then he's supposed to be over here at um, wherever they get their suits at, Macy's and K&G or wherever y'all men go to get y'all suits at. No, that's not what that's supposed to mean because that's not how I dress. And yes, I am covered in Jesus' name. 
covered by his blood and covered with this cute blazer that I just got at Target on the clearance rack. Yes, I am. With my shoes that I bought at Macy's on the clearance rack. Yes, I am. I don't understand that. And, and that's why I'm like, these men, they don't say nothing. And then I even get down to the church etiquette, like I said, because your legs get wide open. What is said about that? But as soon as mine get a little like, you, or don't let me have a split that you think is a little bit too too long. Do you know how hard it is for a, a plus size woman to hold their legs together? That's a lot of muscle. I don't think. And I'm really not saying your legs that. should be That's like yes, <laughs> but it's just like it's a lot on the women, man. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Thank you. I don't should absolutely Dietrich. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Because I'm just, it's real. It's really real in the church. And nobody, I'm not saying nobody wants to talk about it, but I want to be like, pause. You know what I want you to get up this morning? Don't get me wrong. I enjoy doing it because I'm like, oh, that's cute. You know, <laughs> but I'm, it's a lot. And nothing's ever said to men. Mm-hmm. Like it is. I'm not going to say nothing. And maybe it's in private. And I want, if there's any gentleman watching, please comment because I wa- we wanted to get a gentleman here with us, but he just was not able to be here with us today. He had some church obligations because we wanted to get a man's perspective. But I just, I can't. Let me be well, quiet. Like you were saying, like if it is done in private, then I don't think that's fair because as right. women, we get blasted out in public. Mm-hmm. And you got to be careful with that too. That's another topic, but you got to be careful with that. The way we approach. <laughs> women about how they're dressed is so fierce and it's so harsh and you're forgetting that you're addressing somebody's body that they're dressing and now I've seen people say oh you you shouldn't be wearing it you should be for that or something like that and now that person has become uncomfortable in their own body that they have to live in daily so the way we address it is is another thing but that's a totally different subject okay thank you Go ahead, Joe. I feel like you no, guys yeah. to say, but I, um, I was kind of gonna touch on what Nicole was saying because of the comment about self-image. Like people don't even realize it's not even so much about you saying the clothes, but now my self-esteem is shot because I feel like I can't even come into church in anything anymore because every time I walk in, you got something to say because of that. Only, you know, you because it's the comments go usually go past just what's being worn, but now you starting to talk about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just talked Not about that. Yeah. And, and, yes. a, and I wanted to... Kosha, I'm sorry, but yes, we just said that. I'm sorry, I probably bought your name up. I'm gonna call you Kosha. But no, Kasha. that is Kasha. Kasha. Okay, Kasha. that is a fact. I'm you see the quarters though? Like you can tell yes. it's a quarter. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is that? You got 55 cents, Greg giving this offer. I should be able to see that in your pocket. Like what? But yeah, and it, even the lust thing. Women be lusting too. So why mm-hmm. is it that you're saying, oh, do this and dress like that and look like grandma because you don't want these men lusting after you? Okay, we shouldn't be lusting after them either. And sometimes their clothing can be provocative in that sense. So mm-hmm. it it's definitely 100% more restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like Nicole said, I don't know why the men are catered to instead of told about themselves. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, but, I, then it gets, but then it gets to a point, like I said, when it comes to, um, you know, then you get into the marriage and then you wonder why your husband is not attracted to you because you'd have been told for all these years to dress like the mother on the first row. <laughs> My dad always says that. He says, you come to church and you show your nuggets, as he says. 
And then when you get home, you got your nightgown up to your neck. And then you wonder why your husband goes to the gym and he looks at Sally bending and, and flipping over the gym equipment. Nuggets. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's definitely more restrictions. Um, and I think once you start reversing the the consequence, then you'll start to see some progress, if at all. Lindsay, did mm-hmm. you add to this topic? I mean, to this question. Sure. Don't do that. Um, I think y'all so beautifully put it. Like I really actually had y'all in my ear, so I heard y'all the whole entire time. Every you know, every question, everything that y'all was saying. But it's like, I feel like that's where the division comes in. That's where the split comes in when people play so much. I never forget one time I was in church and I was praising God. You know, kind of how my husband praised God now is how I was praising God in church. Y'all know how he be real wild when it's a good service. Um. That's how it was. And somebody was like, you was doing too much. I was like, I'm doing just what Elder David doing. They was like, well, Elder David can do that. You need to be a little calmer. And I was like, say what? Like, how does that, how does that, how does that work? And I think until we are willing to um, be honest about that, that's when true change will come in. You know what I mean? Like, how can people receive what you're saying to me? Um, and it's not that I can only do such and such, you know, because some people say, well, she doing this. That's not how we should live our lives. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just the thing of how can you tell me to where it, and where I come from? It kind of is across the board. Um, yeah, it is kind of because my husband is really um, he talked about that. He don't, he's like, man, sir, why is your pants so tight um, or stuff like that? But it's, it's kind of hard. But again, we don't have to. To make sure that there are more clothing restrictions on women, definitely. I have to make sure I feel like I'm rambling. Um, I hundred percent agree with that. Like you got to be, we got to look like I don't even know George Washington wife. You know how they used to wear back in the day with that tulle skirt, then they had to put on that Lucie. Like it's like, mm-hmm. come on now. We do not have to look like we are professing onto holiness, not homeliness. Um, we do not have to look like a slave. And I know I look like a slave right now. Um, 37 weeks pregnant, y'all. Um, but I'm just saying, like, you don't have to, you can be sanctified and you can be classy and you can look nice. Like, I've been trying to keep my legs together, but I'm just saying, like, and you got to look at it now. Like, it's it's tough. It's hard out here. Y'all laughing, but it's really, but I probably, when I first got saved back in 2006, you could find you a good knee skirt. Nowadays, they, they give you them thigh hitters. Like, they don't even, like, oh, um, they don't even make skirts. Like you really got to search to find New York and company. They did us wrong during this, this COVID pandemic. Cause you could hit, you could find you a good knee leaf piece at New York and company. They want to close half the stores. Um, Nicole, so oh Nicole yeah, that's a nice store. Yeah. She can make this skirt stuff, but people like me, I don't even know how to thread a needle. I mean, I know how to thread a needle, but don't ask me to do nothing else. But you know what I mean? Like it, it's really hard out here. And I believe that people are trying. And I think we should have a little bit more grace on people to say, Hey, I receive more. Like grandma tell me now, she'll come. Vince Richardson will come. I'm like, baby, I think that one just a little too short. Then in my head, I say, okay, I guess I can't wear this one no more. Let me put it in the closet. But just to be, you know, calling people out, you know, shooting like um, the Joel said, breaking people's self esteem. You never know what people are going through and how hard they're battling. Um, this image thing is real, and and I and I speak from somebody who was brought up Baptist bread, Baptist born, Baptist dead. So I came up and when I took off certain things, I felt like I struggled with identity because it's like I felt like I was I, I wasn't pretty if I didn't wear this or if I didn't have this on. So after I overcame that, I mean, now you can't tell me nothing. I told you all we talked this last week. I'll cross you up in a skirt. I don't care. 
Uh, I'll play basketball in a skirt. I'll cook in a skirt. I'll do everything in a skirt. But I'm just saying people don't know the battles that people are facing and how they're trying to overcome those things and to shoot somebody down when you don't even know how hard they're trying to strive to wear that skirt every day. I think it's key. I think we definitely have to pray about things and do, be led by the spirit and not just be led by the spirit for the women of God, but be led by the spirit of the men of God because they're the head, right? So if they're not following, how are we supposed to, you know, I don't know how that works. <laughs> um, Sister Dietrich, I think Abinay uh, related to that question earlier as far I as- I think your question um, is different. I don't think, I don't think, I think, I think Najol may have, If I think she's, I think what her question is, I think she's saying like, are we re are we? I think it's kind of what Nicole said as far as yeah, the Lisa over there. Okay, yes, yes, yeah, I think yeah. that's what she's asking. So I will have Nicole go ahead and rehash that because she's saying like, are we responsible <laughs> for how they act? And the answer is no. At, although the church makes it seem like, yeah. oh, you got we have to save our brothers. No, they have to mm -hmm. save themselves and allow yeah. the Lord to save them. But Nicole, go ahead and rehash that. That's right. Save yourself from this untoward generation. So that's the text. But like I, I brought that up earlier. Um, it goes back to misogyny, but that's another topic for another day. Um, but the responsibility is put on us. Um, so it's it's all a lot of modesty was taught from a perspective of you don't want a man to lust after you, you don't want a man to be distracted, you don't want a man to do this, and the responsibility is put on us. And we do have a responsibility to be Christ representative and dress as a Christ representative, but I am not responsible for any man's lust problem. If he has a lust problem, he needs to lay on the altar until it comes out. But the responsibility is definitely placed on us. And and like I, I feel like I'm re kind of repeating myself, but like I said, the the problem. Like I said, if you have a lying problem, nobody says don't talk. Oh, don't talk to her. I'm just I'm gonna just use somebody. I'm not saying you have a lying problem. Nobody said don't talk to Nicole. She a liar. Like you know. So if you talk to her, she might lie. Nobody does that. We only do that with lust, and we only do it for men and women. The women are challenged to not cause a man to lust, and it's not right. Now I I know we are not supposed to be the cause of anyone falling in any type of way, but um everybody comes into the church and a prostitute could come off the street. Um, so what are we going to say? She can't come in because this problem, person has a love problem. The responsibility is a hundred percent put on women and it's not okay. Yes, that's, that's perfect. Um, and I believe she feels she answered the question. Um, we have another comment. Um, I'll just read it. The problem is the church, okay, is so worried about what we look like. We have forgotten God. Let's get the people in the church first before we start killing them at the door. That's exactly right. You said it's Kasha? Okay, yes, that's exactly right, Kasha. Um, because I think I said it earlier, but that's okay. Um, we're so caught up on appearance. And it's like appearance is your ticket to be able to do everything else. And then you, you the door is open for everything. But it's just like, if you can't even get past that, what makes you think that this soul that's coming in is going to even want to stay past you talking to? Because well, I've I've seen it before, and it wasn't even no crazy appearance either. Um, I'm not going to give the specific story either, but I've seen it before where someone came in the church and they probably sat down for a good five minutes, and something that they had on was not deemed right, um, and someone said something to them, and they didn't want to. Um, do what they're being told. They weren't because like of aggressive. insecurity. 
Right. They weren't aggressive. They weren't like, they just said, no, you know, whatever. But they kept getting badgered and badgered and badgered. And they walked out. Now, by the grace of God, they came back maybe some weeks later. But there have been cases where stuff like that happens and the person is like, I don't want to go to this church no more. Or worse, I don't want to go to church anymore. And I don't think people realize that, like, these are souls. You don't know where they're coming from, what their problems are, um, the reasons behind what they do. You don't know none of that stuff. But we're so quick. Well, I'm not going to say because I don't do it. But some church people are so quick to to jump on somebody just because of how they look. And it's just like, what about their soul? I think the issue is, oh, no, I, I was just going to say, I think the issue is, well, like we already said, Kasha said what the issue is. But we need to realize that as we've been speaking, and I think it was said earlier, is that what's once you work on your inside and you realize who you represent, what's on the outside is going to start to reflect that. And it might not happen right away, but the more you grow in the Lord, it will start to say, well, hey, maybe I shouldn't put this on. And it, hopefully it will. Or maybe I shouldn't get this and stuff like that. But as Nicole said, it's like we get so caught up on the outside when really, as she said, my father would like to say, our hearts can be whatever. They can be black, but we dressed out in white to take communion or whatever. But then we can be hating our brother and sister and this and that and the third when we just really we're just like a painted portrait on the outside. Once you're in church for so long, we know how to do the part. And that's what the problem is. We know how to do it. We know how to shuck and buck, as I like to say, which means really it can mean nothing. We know how to do this. We know how to do that. But we really don't have everything else down that we should. So once we get it's just like once we get that in mind, like, let's focus on the inside. And once what's right on the inside, you'll start to learn things on the outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just want to touch on that. I mean, that's good. I mean, that's critical. What y'all said is uh, you got to catch a fish before you can uh, scale a fish. Um, and I think that it's not even about, I mean, we, this subject is so far removed from clothing um, you know what I mean? Like it's so much bigger um, than clothing. Like I think the pandemic taught us this and taught us that it don't matter what you got on. Like you said, somebody, I can't remember who said it, if it was Abine or Najol, said your soul could be black. Like it's a lot of us who look really well. Like we know how to dress like an apostolic woman. We know how to look the part. But our souls, what does our soul say about us? If God, we say we love the Lord, had a friend, David, he said, we say we love the Lord. But if God cracked our, our heart open right now, would it really say we love the Lord? Would it really say? Because when you love the Lord and the things that you love, you spend doing it is in your heart. It isn't, you know, the very earnest of desires. Um, and it's like if God really opened our heart right now cracked it open and looked at the contents of it. I ain't talking about the article, the you know, whatever biology wasn't my thing. Um, but if he looked at it, would it really show that you love God? And I think that is the key. I think we have to teach people that. Um, my wedding planner taught me this and I'll say it all the time. She says we have to meet people where they're at and take them to where they're going. And if we meet people and we educate them on the appointment and the importance of your heart posture, a lot of these things ain't even dress code issues. They heart issues. Because when your heart is right, everything else lines up. Everything else follows. Um, and that's why it's so critical. Like, it's, you know, we want to get saved. I got saved. Y'all not start wearing three-piece suits. I was 15 years old. Look, the hot <laughs> mess. Um, but it's all about your heart. Because when you really love the Lord, he will really show you. He will really take you through. Um and let it, I ain't even gonna say that. That's gonna start some trouble. But um, 
get your heart right. Mm-hmm. Now you can look cute doing it. I some y'all some fly people. Like now I feel like I'm I am i got old. By the time I get the kids dressed, I'm like, y'all better be glad I showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just saying you could do it and be cute, but why do it and be cute and end up in hell? Do it and be cute and end up in heaven. You know what I mean? Like it's make sure your heart is right. I'm telling you, it's about mm-hmm. the heart. And if your heart ain't right, none of this matters. You might as well go ahead and get you some booty shorts. Might as well go ahead and get you some. Because the thing we miss is all sin is sin. Mm-hmm. All things are sin. Everything is sin. We try to put one on top of the other. Like murder is worse than it's more gruesome. You know what I mean? But all of it is sin. And I think Nicole said it best is if you have a lust issue, I'm not saying if my brother, if me offends them, I'm not going to come beside you and be like, girl, you want some of this fried chicken from Popeye's? You ain't tried this good fish sandwich. I ain't tried it. But if she'll eat me, I'm not going to do that. But if I know that's a stumbling block to him, I'm going to make sure that I love my brother enough that I dress. Not even love him. I love the Lord enough. So I love myself enough to live a covered, saved life. But if you're trying to tell me one, my one peak toe is causing you to love. Nah, we need to go back before the Lord and we have to call it what it is. And if we call it what it is in our heart, it wouldn't be so much of the blame game. Like the women doing this, the men doing this, and we see their quarters. Um, We just got to get our heart right. It's a heart issue. Right. Can I add one more thing? I don't want to, you know, belabor the hour, but when we talk about heart heart issues, one thing that I thought about too, my pastor always says it. Some people are dressing. Oh, snap. Can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me? My ear pod fell out. Um, Some people are dressing the way they're dressing because of a lust problem on them. So they are purposely coming with a seducing spirit. So we have to be careful. Some people just don't know any better. They just don't know any better. This is how they've been dressed. They don't know any better. Some people are intentionally coming in with a lust problem, a Jezebel spirit, a seductive spirit, a, uh, you know what I'm saying? So we have to be careful of that too and know that we're praying on that as well. Know that it's not, you know, some things it's just you don't know any better and you're trying to figure it out. But some people have a lust problem on them and they're coming with the intent to seduce men and women. Yes, that's very true. Um, And I wanted to touch on a comment that was said a little bit back. Um, It's like, you know, we wasn't always all that good. We didn't have it all figured out. We didn't look the part or whatever else like that. So why when we on come up, then everyone else behind us, people look down upon? No, we should treat them the same way we were treated when we were being uh, uh, nurtured and taught and stuff like that. Um, and have that same love shown to, you know, whoever else is not knowing how to, you know, operate in the church and stuff like that. But that's all I had to say. Um, we're going to go to our next question. Are some things just not for the church building or does it depend on the person? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> some stuff is just not for the church building I, I mean I, I, people might not like that answer but some stuff is just not for the church building um, if I can follow a dress code at my job because I want to get paid in two weeks I can follow you know I should know what is acceptable in the building we are in because I mean we're the church and all of that but we are stepping into God's holy temple you can't stand on holy ground in in something that you know what I'm saying um so some stuff is is, is just not for the church building and 
and and it's and in a sense it does depend on if you don't have you just don't have I can't force it where it doesn't fit. If you are homeless right now and you're in a hotel and all you have is sweatsuits or all you have is leggings, I can't make you, you know, not come to church. I can't tell you you can't come to church because you don't have the clothing. I can bless you with something. But, you know, see what I'm saying? So, but there are some things that, no, let the church be the church and um, keep sacred things sacred. Um, I believe um, Bishop Shantae Younger said that, so. Anyone else? I'm gonna agree and take. Oh, go ahead. Can I ask this question? Like, yeah. are we talking in reference to fashion, or are we talking in reference to the totality? Talking clothes-wise. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I don't, um, I'm gonna agree and say yes. Um, sometimes I think we have. I know we have lost the fear for God, even in myself, because we don't like Nicole just said. I was just sitting here thinking we don't really. I don't think we. Think of, oh, like this is holy ground or this is sacred. Like, I know one thing my father always says is, like, when you turn into the church driveway or however you know your church is set up, this is it's no longer that, that street that you left. This is a completely different environment. But we, do we actually think that when we're going to church? Um, I have a hard time sometimes when I see, and I'm not perfect <laughs> at all, but sometimes there's things that for me, I'm like, nah, mm -mm, sis. And sometimes I'm like, well, why didn't you know that too? Because some things are just like out of the question. Like I just, why? It, but even just now for me, when Nicole said, somebody might look at about directing because I direct the choir too, but I never really looked at what I had on um, when I direct the choir. I never look at it. But now I'm like, wow, that's a great point. So somebody might look at me and say, why didn't you know that? You know? Yeah. Um, so I definitely um, have to say, yes, it matters. Um, even my point to getting your nails on and stuff like that. For me, all the nay, I just think we have to be very aware of it. Regardless of what type of church you go to, it's distracting. If you're a praise and worship leader and you have one of the most distracting thing in the world, I'm not just looking at or listening to what you're singing. I'm looking at what you have on. That's from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. So it's it, we have to just keep in mind how we step in to the building. Um, I don't know. I guess it can depend on the person, but some things for me, it, it doesn't matter who you are. Like I always say, like you know, the old folks say, um, I know the Bible's right, somebody's wrong. The Bible is right off by itself. So your opinion goes out the window. And there are some things when we're talking about modesty, even the definition that I read in the beginning of the book, distraction is in it. And a distraction is a distraction. And if you're being distracting, <laughs> that's just what it is. You know, so I think if you're wearing flip-flops and you're clocking all over the place and people trying to, you know, they're trying to pour down, they're trying to call up heaven and somebody's trying to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and you flopping all over the place, you're distracting. There's no opinion about that to me. <laughs> I mean, I guess this is my opinion on that, but I'm like, you're loud. Now, there's a difference. I want to be very clear. There's a difference between a musician playing and trying to usher in the spirit because music is a ministry and that is a, confusion that we've had a topic on music ministry so i'm not going to go deep in with that but there's a difference there um, about music being a distraction than somebody trying to help usher in the spirit with music because music moves you know so um but yes i have to agree um, with church etiquette there is a church etiquette in the back to my men sitting with their letters get wide open that's part of church etiquette and i feel like stuff should be taught for women and for men going back to what nicole said or Nicole said there's people that just don't know some people, sometimes as growing up in church and being in church for the majority of your life or in your 
15 years and I'm 45 or whatever, you've been there for a long period of time, it's easy to get the mindset that everybody just comes in the church and they know. Like the Joel said, she gave the story of somebody dressing, I think she said, a specific type of way. We, we expect them to just know. It's like, no, they don't know. You know, so it's one thing to come in and you don't know. Well, you come however you want to come because the Lord is the one that deals with you. People do not save you. The Lord does. You know, mm -hmm. so let the Lord deal with you. So that's one thing if you're distracting. Okay, well, you come with whatever you have on, even if it is distracting. But once you develop your relationship with the Lord, some things are just not for the temple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have anything to add. Um, I, I would kind of change the last half of the question and say it depends on this person's situation. Um, because let's say, I don't know, single mother, five kids, they might get an outfit once every six months. So this is just what they have or something like that. Or this is just what they're able to get. I feel like certain situations like that, um, you should be more understanding. Um, but as time goes on and you start to learn, you're not, you know, your money's going somewhere. So you, you start to adjust. Um, but in the general sense, there's definitely things that are just not okay because... It just, it, there's supposed to be a separation anyway. So everyone, I shouldn't be able to walk in a church and in a club and not tell the difference. I should know, okay, this is church. Um, let me, if let's say I'm not, you know, a believer. Let me, you know, calm myself down or whatever. Oh, this is a club. We can turn up. Like, it shouldn't be the same. This is exactly it not, the, the comment. Oh, I didn't read it. It shouldn't <laughs> coincide. Let me read it real quick. Mm -hmm. No, that's exactly yes, what we have saying, the world like, the church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You got smoke the smoke machine and the light <laughs> Yes, and that's the thing. People don't know the difference. And that's I think that's that could be another topic too. That's a problem because think about it. Let's say I am from the world and I walk in the church and you got the smoke machines and the lights and this and that. That's why you see these videos of people like getting down in church, like they're in the club, because mm -hmm. now they're confused. They think, okay, this is the environment, the 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 you know, the ring that you set forth. So now I'm, this is what I familiarize it with. This is my club nights. This is how they go. So, okay, I'm in the club now too. For example, when we were at that well, Todd concert, whoever concert it was, and that girl oh was like, yes. <laughs> I that girl was literally yeah. getting down, like all the way to the ground. And I was looking like, since we're still in church. Building. You're in Jamal yes. Bryant's church, girl. I'm like, we're still in church, but she was doing what she knew based off of the environment. So we have to be cognizant of that too. And make like sure she was praising the Lord. I mean, I don't know. That, that is well. That's what I'm trying to say too. Sometimes I'll get to that. But we have to be cognizant of that and, and make sure we always understand there should be separation. Now, what to what you were saying, sometimes now if all I did in the world was two-step and I'm coming in church, that's what my praise is. Now, of course, with time and you learn, you understand that okay, this is not really what we do in church. Maybe I just need to sway side to side and clap my hands. But usually the newer believers, that's what you see them doing. So, I mean, it can go different ways. But in the general sense, there should always be separation. Anyone else? Um, let's... That's yeah, good. because that's that last good. comment. That's it, Charles. Charles, that's it. That's what I was taught. If you can't, if emergency doesn't come up at work and you can't go straight to work to church, you ain't supposed to wear it. Now... Don't be deep, y'all, because if we're going right. swimming, they may say swimsuits. You're not about to go and hop out the pool and go in church. Now, come on now. You know, activities, activities. I'm not going to wear my workout stuck in church because, mm -hmm. yes, I still run in the skirt. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you're not about to wear that. 
But I think a clothing wise, I don't think that should be a distinction. It shouldn't be work clothes and church clothes. That's just me. I believe that I should be able or I should be I'd be able to be identified no matter where I am. Right. Um, and I think that it, should, it goes, but certain activities, let's not be deep, certain activities, you go on bungee jumping, you're not about to have on no skirt, you know what I mean? Like, you know, certain things we're not about to be doing, but, um, again, if you can't, and then even if, cause some people I used to have, when I worked in the kitchen, they would not let me wear a skirt. They wouldn't let me do it. And I had to wear pants. But you better best believe that I had that skirt in my backpack and I didn't walk into church without it. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, different things, different shows for different folks. But for me, I honestly believe, like Charles said it best, if I can't wear it to work, then I can't wear it to church. No, okay. We're going to to our final question. It says, should we leave some things for the world, which you kind of touched on a little bit, but um, when it comes to fashion and styling in general. Absolutely. Uh, oh, go ahead, Nicole. Unequivocally. I think sometimes we've gotten the impression that the world wants to come to church and do the same stuff they were doing in the world. Like like she said, the strobe lights and all of that. But I'm coming to church. I want to see somebody different than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a little weirded out if the preacher is preaching in the Fashion Nova dress. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. But yes, the world does not want to come to a place where they are seeking salvation from no, people no. that look just like hey, them. Hey. Yeah, so yeah, to answer that question. Man, y'all are hilarious. Y'all are on it today. My answer is yes. And it was going with some of the stuff that y'all already said. Y'all know I'll be so late on, I am sorry, I am so late on a lot of, not the trends, but I didn't even know we were doing the lights in the church. So I was like, what lights? I learned that in like maybe two podcasts ago and I was like, lights? And then like I got online, like right after that podcast, I was like, look, y'all the lights. And the smoke, okay, first of all, the throats, like the vocals need to stay sharp. So I don't want this in my thank you. I'm trying to make sure it stays sharp. And y'all should be too for your praise and worship teams. Dark, y'all can't see as it is. And if you have a church that has a lot of the mothers, they need to make sure they're able to get to their seats appropriately. So why are we turning out lights? I don't understand. Like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. But <laughs> so, I'm yes and no. So let me change my answer. Yes first, because... We don't, what is all this stuff that we're bringing in? You know, like I'll use Bernardo's saying that he said to me, me, me and him was going back and forth about something, Lindsay's husband the other day. Would Jesus come in and would y'all have all these lights and stuff, stuff all flickering and smoke all in his face? And you may, you might, so you might, but I'm just like, what is this stuff? Leave some stuff for the world because there has to be a difference. There has to be a difference. Like Nicole said, this is church. I don't understand. Like, I don't know how else to say it besides it's church. I don't, I, I didn't know that we were doing that in the churches. I really, honest to God, didn't. I'm young, but that's how old spirited I am with some things. I was like, what lights? And they're like, you ain't never seen lights, girl. Why does church look like a disco ball? I don't, I don't get that. It's church and we need to make it, let, let allow it and mm -hmm. keep being church. So I agree that certain things shouldn't be. And now that we're talking about fashion, no, like the whole tight, 
this is where I'm like onto my yes part of it. It's okay to be fashionable. And you can, some trends are okay, but not every trend. So the tight pants, I guess, it's, is this the European fit, Nicole? Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. No, we're not doing that. That's not okay. At what point do we say, I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world? Mm -hmm. At what point do we say, <laughs> I am chosen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. At what point do we say, at what point do we say, when our friend says, well, how do you know this guy that you, how are you saying there's a guy that you never see? And then we say, well, I know because he lives in me. <laughs> okay. At what point do we say, no, nah, that's not for me because I look too much like my friend that doesn't even know Jesus from a can of paint. At what point do we say, oh, Jesus filled me with the Holy Ghost. I know him, so I should start walking like I do. It just for me, I'm like, at what point do we allow our Holy Ghost to say, you know, you ain't right and you you need to fast about this thing. Right. And even if you want to ignore him talking to you, at least you know that you're ignoring him. I mean, that That's what it is for me. I'm like, at what point do we say that shouldn't come into the church? At what point do we draw a line? I used to say all the time when I was coming up in like school and dealing with it and having friends that were not like me. I'm like, you can be be friends with somebody who is unsaved, but you draw a line. And I still believe that. But what point do you take a permanent marker and draw your line? Church too. At what point do we draw the line with our fashion? We can't have twists in our hair. But the Bible says it's a shame for a man to have long hair, but we're, we have hair that's long. I'm sorry if it offends you, but I'm just... You probably will say something that offends me too, but if it's the word of God, let it offend me. I'm just being real. Like the scripture, the scripture is right all by itself. And your opinion does not matter if the word of God says so. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be rude. And it's the same thing for me. Trust me, it cuts me too. I deal with things too, but I'm just saying. The Bible says it. I'm like, at what point do we say, oh, I, I well, oh, nothing. It's a trend that can't happen in the church. Tight clothes from women and men. Everything doesn't have to be a sin, but it's not okay for the church. So I feel like I'm rambling at this point, but I just want to say it's not okay. If the word of God says it, God said it, I believe it. And how are we calling ourselves sanctified and set apart, yet we look like the people we're set apart from? That's what I don't understand. Saying. And like, it's like we don't want to be different. Right. I'm like, so we're not going to be different, but we're going to go to heaven with Jesus. Right. He didn't call me out of darkness into his marvelous light for me to look like a city girl. I'm sorry. Um, or Megan the Stallion. He called me out to be separate. So how I can't be separate from something that I look identically to. Uh, be ye holy. Thank you. He is holy. Or I am right. holy. Uh -huh. That doesn't mean you have to be perfect. That doesn't mean that you won't slip up. That doesn't mean you won't be going through things. That does not that's not what that means. Repent daily. <laughs> I mean, come on. That doesn't yeah. mean that, oh I, I'm going to sin so I can repent daily. Um, that's not what I'm saying. Because mm -hmm. y'all know I say that every day. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. But come on. That's all I'm saying. I don't get how we get confused with that. And we'll be like, God understands. And my girls know. I, no, he does not. He Ooh. does not understand how we could say. Could we? The Bible will say it's a shame for a man to have long hair. But then we'll have it. What are you saying? That the Lord understands that? Because I don't. I want somebody to explain to me how he understands that. Because he doesn't. That's like me saying that the Bible says thou shall not kill. 
and then I go kill somebody and say that God understands it. He doesn't. He, God does not understand that. And I hope nobody takes this the wrong way or anything like that. We have to, like Nicole said it best. I really can't say it no better than she has. We're, we have to be set apart. But if we don't look apart, then how are we set apart? And looking is part of being set apart. It really is, even though we don't want to. But you can look set apart and still wear, men. you can still wear them $250 shoes that y'all buy. Women, you can still go get your nails done and do all this other type of stuff. You can still look good. Just don't look, I guess I could say Meg Stallion, as Nicole said. Yeah, um, and I agree with. Cole, Cole. I was gonna call her Kay because y'all know Tasha. Tasha. Okay. Yes, I yes. Anyone else before I go? Nope. Go ahead. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> yeah. Um. Definitely yes for that question. Um. And it even goes beyond just fashion and style, like because since y'all touched on that, I'm not gonna repeat. But it's just the things that we allow. Um. I feel like this day and age, the church is so focused on numbers that they're willing to bend and even break some of the things that they've set in place just to see a crowd come in. Because if I don't offend Brother Johnny and Sister Sally's okay with hearing this, then they'll stay and warm these seats. Um, and I think we have to stop worrying about that and we just have to preach the word as it is because it's going to offend. It's meant to offend. It's meant to cut. It's that two-edged sword for a reason. It's just about who's willing to uh, be okay with that and say, you know what, I need to fix myself because this is what the word says. I want to line up with the word. It's not going to be a lot of people that stay on that straight and narrow. The word says it. There's going to be a fall in the way. Like, so mm -hmm. it's not... It's not um, a good thing or you don't feel good I'm sure as a leader to see it but it comes with the territory and I think like I even one time well it was a funeral but it doesn't make no better I was watching something it was on Facebook and these guys were like I guess rapping or whatever for their friend who passed away but it wasn't just so much the rap part it was how they were acting like they were like jumping on benches mm -hmm. taking their shirts off shirt whatever on. Yeah, and I mean that what if you listen to their lyrics, they had good things to say. However, the presentation to me personally was not okay. And then I think what made it worse in a sense, the preacher got, got up after them and said, Yeah, I support this, blah blah. You may not like it, but I support it. And it was just kind of like that's where the confusion comes in because my God, hold, let me I'm, my God is yo, not yo, the yo. confusion. So I don't want to like if I'm walking down the street and I hear a rap song, I don't want to feel like, oh, and I'm in trouble. Wait a minute. Like, I don't, that's confusing to me or who, whoever. And I think that's what we've been saying to be set apart. If there is no separation, then what is it all even for? Yo, go ahead, Ebony. Oh, no, I was just going to say that if he, all I was going to say, and I didn't mean to cut you off, was like, if he was for it, which I'm sure he may have been, he felt as though he needed to get up there and do that as a pastor. Because they up here, being Eminem and Jay-Z at a funeral when it should have been being Donnie McClurkin and Byron Cage. That's who it should have been. And sure, that was all. Yeah, and just, not even just that, but just stuff in general, I feel like everything is starting to simmer in and be like, oh, this is okay, that's okay. And, and everyone, everything goes these days. And it's just like, that can't be. That just can't be. And then to the fashion point, some stuff just not even cute anyway. Like, come on. It is, 
it's not even always a modesty. It's just some stuff is just that's not cute. That's ugly. Like don't do that. Like <laughs> you should leave that for the world because it's a reason we're saying it's for the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but as we're closing, ladies, if you do want some fashionable, modest clothing, our sis Nicole Gladwell here has her own site with her own clothing. I'll let her touch on that a little bit. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch I'm gonna tell you all the information, but I wanna do this and I wanted to do it before we got off of here. I didn't know when I would get the opportunity, but I wanted to do it publicly. I was sick um, back in December and somebody sent me an edible arrangement in the mail. And I wanted to thank that person. I wanted to thank you publicly, Nijol, for sending me that. That was a, a rough time and um, I was going through a lot, but um, that encouraged my heart. So I didn't want to say that to you publicly or divine discussion. <laughs> that, that really did encourage me. But um, if you want to get some clothing uh, below the knee skirts and um, different tops and things, um, dresses, uh, masks. The website is www.premierfash.com P-R-E-M-I-E-R-F-A-S-H.com or you can come to my Facebook page. I'm Nicole Lattimore on everything and um, get you some things. And if like some people are taller, so maybe it might not hit you at the knee. I can definitely get it made or make it. Um, so hit me up premierfash.com I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and then I have the website. So definitely, or come to my Facebook page, inbox me, however you want to do it. Um, it's just, it's no E at the end. It's no E at the end of premiere. I just want yeah. But yeah, it's no E at the end of premiere. Um, but that is, that's where I'm at on everything. Um, and like I said, I have everything. My focus was to do modest apparel because like you said, we go shopping and I'm short, I'm 4'11". So the fashion standard is that if you're short, you need to show most of your legs to elongate so you can look taller. So all of the skirts in the petite section are, are halfway up the hind parts. And that wasn't for me. I don't, I, I, I'm i 4'11". There's no way I would look tall. So I'll do my <laughs> at the knee, below the knee, and all of those things. I have maxi skirts and all those different things. But I definitely wanted to provide something for young women uh, where you don't have to wear 52 layers. I know that y'all are hot wearing a dress under a skirt because the skirt wasn't long enough. So um, I-, I wanted to provide those <laughs> things. <laughs> you know, we y'all know we do that. The skirt won't long the skirt wasn't long enough, so we put a little dress under it to make it longer, and it's 90 degrees outside. Yeah, but I wanted to I wanted to provide those things, and um, some of you all have bought stuff from me, so you can attest to the quality and everything. And um, I, my whole goal has been to just give women stuff that they can get at a decent price because the stores are crazy, especially in COVID. So come shop with me. <laughs> Thank you. No, you're fine. Thank you for that. Thank you for um, joining us today. Um, Please, if you guys have never been to premierfash.com, buy her out today. Um, But yeah, we appreciate you coming and all your input and everyone's input, obviously, today. Um, This is a great topic, I think. I think someone got something out of it, at least. Um, And I hope someone can take something away. Um, So while we're closing, I'm going to ask if our guests could close in prayer. All right. Well, every eye closed, every head bowed. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you giving you all glory and honor and praise and thanks for this discussion. We thank you for what you're doing through this platform. We thank you for how you're using these young ladies 
to come and present your word in an authentic way. We thank you for everyone's sacrifice that came on here and, and they might have even been going through things, God, but we thank you because they came here and they powered through it, God. And I ask that you would bless them in a mighty way, God, that you would refill them, that you would anoint them afresh, God, that their households would see no lack in the name of Jesus. And I ask that every person that has heard this platform that will come across this, that they will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus, that your name will get the glory, that your name will get the honor, and your name will get the praise. And we thank you and we give your name the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Yeah.